And now for a segment called Just Something I've Noticed, brought to you by our friends at Motel 6. Just Something I've Noticed. There's a lot more yawning these days. Have you noticed that? Yeah. And the bad thing about yawning, it's contagious. Now, I'm not a scientist, but I do know that's true. You see somebody else yawn, all of a sudden, you got to yawn. Do you know what helps to curtail the yawning? How about a great night's rest at Motel 6? Book online at motel6.com. Use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. And truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a price you will love when you use the code CP Red Eye. That's the letters CP Red Eye, all one word, for 15% off your stay at Motel 6 and help curtail the yawning. That's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. Now, it's Red Eye Radio. Gary McNamara and Eric Harley talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or you're just starting your day, welcome to the show. From the Uniden America Studios, this is Red Eye Radio. All across America and around the world, we are Red Eye Radio. He is Eric Harley and I'm Gary McNamara. I'm reading this article from CNBC, Eric. Yeah. More companies, especially airlines, warn that higher costs will eat into profits. More companies are warning that a surge in the cost of fuel and employee pay hikes will eat into profits this quarter. Airlines whose biggest expenses are jet fuel and labor are getting hit particularly hard. UPS and airlines are now digesting uh, big new labor deals, while Hollywood and the auto industry are at odds with uh, unions, you know, you think about this after all the inflation that we have seen over the past couple of years. That's one of the reasons that everybody wants a big raise. Yeah, uh, right. right now. Well, right. either it hurts profitability or it hurts profitability. It raises prices even more. Mm-hmm. And, you know, seeing the fact that inflation was back up to three point seven percent. You know, and you see, you know, UPS, they deliver stuff that people want. Mm-hmm. So that hits across the board. Fuel will hit across, uh, you know, the, uh, the you know, uh, across the board, not just airlines, but everywhere it will hit. And the combination of both. And then if the auto workers are going to see a raise and that raise right now is going to be each, uh, you know, cut into profits of the companies, but also possibly cut into investments in the company and will it transition uh the uh the movement to evs slower or faster i don't know but the fact is the government mandates of what the companies have to do are already there so they have no choice in that matter so will they look more to ai more to automation lay off more Mm-hmm. Those are all the things that we're looking at, and it doesn't look favorable. Well, and a new law that it, it looks like it will become law very soon in California that's going to raise uh, the minimum wage for fast food workers, oh, yeah. chain fast food workers, uh, to $20 an hour is going to, because there's only one way that goes. 
that those chain fast foods, and it has to do with the number of locations they have nationwide, not just in California. So it goes to 20 bucks an hour. Well, okay, now you'll know why you're paying 20 bucks for uh, a meal at lunchtime at a fast food drive through You have to pass that on to the consumer. It's not fast. It's not cheap anymore. <laughs> no, it's not cheap. So once that hits in California, of course, other other states and and cities are going to look at, okay, yeah, we need to go up to 20 bucks an hour. And then we've always said, well, if it doesn't have an impact, because that was the argument back in the day. I don't, I don't know if anybody's even making that argument anymore. Now it's just, no, give them $20 an hour because we say so. Um, but the argument was for a long time, well, it's a good thing. Look at all the things they can do with all the money they make. Well, if it's a good thing, then raise it to $100 an hour. And there's a reason that even the mm-hmm. most liberal uh, of uh, of politicians will not promote it as it's only $20 an hour. It's not $100 an hour. And there's a reason they have to do this in increments. Well, they were every time they did that, the, the GAO would come out and say, sorry, guys, yeah. you know, you're right. You're wrong. And increase in labor cost uh, is going to cause an increase in prices. Right. And, and we have. We've, uh, you know, we've we've seen that. I mean, that's the idiocy that the left was trying to sell. But they really don't. I, I, I agree with you on that. They, it doesn't seem like they're trying to sell that anymore. No, no. No, they're just doing it now because, well, no, because we say so. Because we've been and <laughs> fifteen dollars an hour just sounds mundane. But. What you'll see in response to that is two things. Those locations will raise the cost of their product to the point that the market will bear. And now automation. They'll incentivize in those areas and they can tailor it on the app. They can tailor it especially. But we're seeing it already for a number of reasons. I mean, more and more people don't want to work fast food jobs but also the fact that in order to make a profit, you just can't have as many people in that store. You're going to have to automate as many things as you can, and that will be ramped up in California. You know, the lead editorial, that um, you brought that up. We were looking at the CNBC article, but Wall Street Journal lead editorial, how California does uh, uh, business. Sacramento subverts democracy to extort fast food restaurants mm-hmm. and they you know they take a shot at this you know at uh not desantis at newsom who says desantis is authoritarian says uh california governor newsom professes to be deeply worried about democracy good for him that he doesn't seem concerned about how unions and democrats in sacramento are subverting democracy to extort fast food businesses to do their bidding and he goes he goes through the entire thing including the fact that they threaten the fast food industry that was you know, wanting to try to get a referendum on this mm-hmm. and they, they, you know, threaten them, you know, with more regulation, and everything mm-hmm. else. So they dropped mm-hmm. it. They got to a negotiation that changes the process a little bit, but it's not going to change anything that happens. No. And no. you're now going to have a board that can do whatever they want to fast food restaurants 
without the legislature having to vote on it. Mm -hmm. So the legislature can say, well, we're not the ones that are increasing wages here. We've got the board who's doing it. Talk about subverting democracy in order to punish companies right there. Yep. Well, let me just see where they get here, what the, the, the point that um, here it is. Uh, the double attack threatened to put many fast food restaurants out of businesses and drove them to negotiate a compromise with the governor and the unions. They had a choice of being shot point blank or in the back while on the run. <laughs> well, that's a great way to put it. And now for a segment called Just Something I've Noticed, brought to you by our friends at Motel 6. Just Something I've Noticed, bargain hunting is back. I mean, bargain hunting's always been around. We always love a great deal. But man, everywhere you look, people are bargain hunting. You know, there's so many great ways to find great deals. Hey, I have a great find in your bargain hunting journey. Book online at motel6.com. Use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. And truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a price that's a real bargain when you use the code CP Red Eye. That's the letters CP Red Eye, all one word, for 15% off your stay at motel6.com. That is a bargain. That's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Oh, it's a good Mr. Newsom recently called Florida Governor Ron DeSantis functionally authoritarian. But who's the real authoritarian? Mr. Newsom's deal gives him sweeping powers to regulate the fast food industry. It also raises a minimum wage for fast food rest employees to $20 an hour next year, up from the statewide 16 minimum for all other industries. Yeah. Restaurants in affluent areas typically pay higher wages and can more easily raise their prices to compensate. But those in the lower income areas will struggle. Will farm workers in Fresno pay $7 for a Big Mac? An analysis by Oxford Economics estimates the $20 minimum wage would lead to a loss of 5,100 fast food jobs and more than 300 establishments. Yep. Well, because again, what you're gonna, how you're gonna accommodate is your manager is gonna be required to do more things. You have a smaller human staff, greater automation, and by the way, also limited hours. We don't need to be open 24 hours. If it doesn't make any sense anymore, we can close it down. You think about probably the biggest fast food chain or one of the most famous fast food chains. Uh, in in uh, out of California, and uh, the burger chain. I'm I'm just in and out in and out burger. Yeah, um, and these are by the way, the managers of those stores of in and out uh, burger locations 
make a ton of money. But it's not an easy job. If you've ever been to an In-N-Out, you know how fast these things, how fast they have to go. But they have to get it right. And the thing is, is that, all right, we'll just raise the cost of our, you know, of our food. You can't change. There are some situations where you can't just change the business model overnight. You're not going to change the way you deliver the food. You're not going to change how you cook the food. Then in that case, you're going to just have to change the price. So unemployment in California has crept up to 4.6%, the second highest in the country after Nevada, from 3.8% last July. One reason is businesses are leaving the states for where they don't have to worry about getting extorted by the Democratic Union machine for daring to ask voters to override the legislature. Democracy withers in this one-party state. Mm-hmm. But, there, you know, there's always consequences. And, look, even when I was young, I realized it. I told the story last week about the, you know, when we were talking about the Auto Workers Union and when I was a member of the International Association of Machinists and Aerospace Workers, I wasn't on the negotiating committee, but they knew I had a college degree. We were in a very small plant, less than 100 people. Mm-hmm. And they didn't trust the business manager. They didn't trust the guy who was negotiating the contract for us. Mm-hmm. So they asked me, they said, you got the college degree, read it, and just make sure we didn't miss anything. Tell us if you think it's a good deal. That was a 9% increase. Mm-hmm. And then just standard, think about this here. They're going from roughly 16 to $20 an hour. Mm-hmm. It's like twenty percent immediately. Yeah, that's and, a, that's and, a yeah, that's a twenty five percent twenty five yeah yeah twi- increase yeah right. twenty five percent increase like that yeah ours was nine percent and remember what I said I told them yeah you sign it good deal but I'm losing my job because well, I had low entry level workers and I which, was out yeah entry level workers which is you know you talk about fast food that's where a lot of young people learn to all right uh, here's what you got to do to have a job and keep a job. Uh, but entry-level workers, they're going to be kicked to the curb. We don't have any room for that anymore. Now we're going to have to have managers doing more things. We're going to have to have full-time employees, people that can be here at more hours, that can do more things during those hours. So we're going to then we're going to require more experience. You know, I, we're going to require a number of you know, things in order to qualify for the job. Tell me whether I'm going too far here, but I've always had the feeling that somebody like Newsom wants to run for president because the goal of liberals isn't just to get California to be doing it. They don't want California to be losing population. One of the reasons that they want the socialism across the country is so the states that they're from can remain at least equal, that they won't won't be... I think that's absolutely the case. Economically, they won't suffer tremendously. Right, because where are you going to go? Right, because the whole nation will have to live under uh, their rules, which is one reason why I think that... Because Newsom's not stupid. No. Newsom knows that California is going completely in the wrong direction. Right. There's a ton of liberals that know that. Right. And that's why they want more power, Mm -hmm. because they want Texas to be the same... And Florida be the same as California. Right. They want South Dakota to be the same as California. Well, and and here's the thing. Government cannot set the value of any given role in the workforce. No, they can't. Um, That is determined by essentially the consumer and the employers of and, and also the employees or potential employees. 
Um, there's a restaurant that, that I like to go to. It's not a fast food restaurant, but uh, I go to it. Uh, my family goes to it. And their menu prices are a little bit higher. I wouldn't call it. It's not one of these, you know, uh, fancy or elitist restaurants. But it's a great restaurant. And their food is always consistent. It's always good. And we go there on a regular basis because we know that, well, we're not going to be sending it back to the kitchen. Well, sorry, you got this wrong or this doesn't taste right. It's always good. And the ingredients are always fresh. And it's like, it's like, okay, this is why you pay for it, right? So when we do go out to eat, we often go there because we know, well, we're going to take a gamble on a new place and pay, no, you're right. you know, yeah. uh, a little less money. But all that, what's that money for if I don't feel like I really got my money's worth at all? And so the thing is, is that fast food doesn't fit that category. Now, there are some fast food chains that kind of rise above. You know, people, you know, the, the in and out people will tell you there's nothing better. Uh, being from Texas, Whataburger fits that category. Um, you can you can talk about uh, Raisin Cane's and, and, and all these fast food locations that kind of have made their brand really work on a number of Chick-fil-A. But they've made it work in a number of ways. Their products and or their service. And and usually it takes both if you're really going to rise. And people are willing to pay a little bit more. But that's not what's happening here. The government's saying you have to pay more, but it's not performance-based. It's not earning the business, your business, your money. It's the government saying that's what you have to pay if you want to eat here. That's not how the market works and has ever worked. 866-90-RED-EYE. This morning's USDA Farm Report is brought to you by Howes Products. Tested. Trusted. Guaranteed. Since 1920. This morning's USDA Farm Report is brought to you by Howes Products. Tested. Trusted. Guaranteed. Since 1920. A friend of mine called me to task this week for my coverage of the latest consumer price index for food. His complaint was that I neglected to talk about the price of eggs, which for well over a year has been a top story in the food price arena. So I'm sorry. I'm going to get right to it now. The CPI... Consumer Price Index says that last month the retail price of eggs went down by 2.5%, and compared to last year at this time, egg prices are down by 18%. I asked USDA economist Matt McLaughlin for the reason. Last year we had a large outbreak of highly pathogenic avian influenza among commercial egg layers. So far in 2023, we have not had a confirmed case among U.S. commercial egg layers. So egg production is back up to normal with no supply chain problems, and that has brought egg prices down to earth. So there's your story. Hope you like it. Gary Crawford for the U.S. Department of Agriculture. This report brought to you by Cenex Fuels and Lubes. Get in touch with Red Eye Radio, toll free at 866-90-RED-EYE. It's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Carlin, and I'm Gary McNamara. I think that that's, uh, you know, the whole fast food thing in in um, California, I think, is a 
perfect example. You know, I'd mention, you know, Newsom's smart enough. He knows that where they're going in the state mm. is in a horrible direction. Mm-hmm. But it's how it's if if you're in Democrat politics in California, it's your job security. Yeah. Right. Uh, obeying the the Democratic Union mantra is how you keep your security and keep your job. But you can't change economics. Right. Yeah. Government can come yep. in and put regulations in, but you can't change how people respond to incentive and disincentive. And the Democrats know that. I mean, they they knew it when when they talked about the windfalls profit tax numerous mm-hmm. times mm-hmm. on oil companies. Yep. They said, well, wait a minute, you're talking about the fact that that, uh, you know, you're talking about the fact you're going to if they're making profits and they make more profits, you're going to tax them. Well, that means they're going to increase their price more. You want them to lower their prices. Right. Well, no, they won't. Well, what do you mean they won't? That's what they do all the time. Every time there's an increase, there isn't a clearer example of market forces of economics working than gasoline. There's a price increase anywhere. Price of gasoline goes up. It goes down. It becomes if price of oil goes down, gasoline goes down. And it happens daily. You can see it. Yeah. And and so they tried to sell the American public. They did the same on minimum wage. The GAO came in and said the general accounting office said, no, you increase minimum wage. People will lose their jobs. There's always uh, an economic consequence of raising prices or lowering prices yep well and that's it and the people with experience you know instead of uh the the people that the liberals uh pretend to be helping are the ones that get kicked to the curb there are fewer jobs for them as a result of these moves Mm -hmm. and we're going to see that again in california uh you'll see automation uh ramp up but you'll also see uh different roles Uh, For managers of these fast food locations, they're going to have to do more work and they're going to hire fewer humans. It's that simple. From the Uniden America Studios, and he's Eric Carney, and I'm Gary McNamara. You got it on. You got it on CNN. I got the breaking news on Fox, and then it disappeared from my phone, and I couldn't find it online. It it's not on the Fox website. Yeah, but, uh, the looks like the uh, Iran uh, Iranian deal. Uh, their hostages for our hostages plus six billion of their frozen assets uh, has gone through. Uh, it looks is, like is, the exchange is, is going to happen. Five Americans, this is from CNN, five Americans who have been imprisoned in Iran are expected to be released sometime today as a part of a wider U.S.-Iran deal. Uh, this is according to the Iranian Foreign Ministry. The U.S. government has designated all five Americans as being wrongfully detained. Um, but they. it looks like uh, that they will be uh, released. There is a Qatari jet on standby in Iran to bring the five Americans to Doha, uh, according to a source briefed on details of the matter 
Uh, and that source telling that to CNN earlier. Uh, so uh, that's in exchange for the $6 billion in Iranian funds. Um, and but, and, uh, and uh, Iranian, we will release Iranians, too, that we have. Uh, yes, right, right. right. Um, the, the entire, you know, this entire equation, if you look at it, because, <laughs> by the way, um, they still have in this version of the story that the... <laughs> The accounts, the money in the accounts that's being released to Iran will only be able uh, uh, that uh, Iran will only be able to use these funds for humanitarian purposes. And each transaction will be monitored by the U.S. Treasury Department. Monitored or controlled? And how do you check up to see what Iran is telling you? on how that money is being spent. Mm. If they tell you this, how do you know? We've already heard from Iranian officials. The Iranian president. They said, said we're not going to do gonna it. Do, we're going to do whatever money we, we want. want with the money. No, they're lying. Whatever's in our interest. No, the United States is lying. The United, and the Treasury they, Department won't be able to do a darn thing. The, yeah, the Biden administration's lying again. Yep. So, um, look, it's good news that Americans are coming home if they're wrongfully detained in Iran. My question would be, well, how many more Americans are going to be detained going forward if Iran wants something else? Because we talk about the $6 billion in funds and Iran's uh, Iranians being released. Well, and by the way, it doesn't, the CNN story doesn't mention that part of it. Kirby but already said last week, if it happens again, we'll deal he's again. He's okay with it. He's okay with it. Yeah, he was clear. As long as he was clear, we'll take do our, any, we'll, he said yes, and we'll do anything to get Americans yeah, home. Right. So take, take our hostages. We'll pay ransom. How many more Americans will be held hostage by Iran yeah. or other nations? These are the kind of things that you would think you would expect some type of outrage. I'm reading here from the Hill.com, the Biden administration agreement uh, with Iran to unfree six billion of funds in exchange for the release of five American prisoners has rolled lawmakers on both sides of the aisle. Republicans in Congress and even a few Democrats fear that such a deal encourages hostile nations to take more Americans traveling abroad as hostages in the future. Can we go back to our economic argument again? Mm. There's an incentive to take American hostages. Mm -hmm. We will pay ransom money. Mm -hmm. And we'll pay it every time. Because it doesn't have to be $6 billion that's handed over. Uh, it could be, well, we want our way in, in terms of oil trade. When, while the administration has touted the agreement, which comes after more than a year of indirect negotiations, as a diplomatic breakthrough, critics say Washington has catered to a foreign adversary it shouldn't have negotiated with in the first place. If we're paying a billion dollars per kidnapped individual, then you're going to see more kidnappings. That's why you don't negotiate with terrorists. That's why you don't negotiate with kidnappers. The idea of basically paying to release in this effect a hostage is a terrible idea, said Mitt Romney. Mm. So even liberals know it's true. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then again, the administration has to lie. Yeah. They have to give you the impression that this money somehow will be monitored and won't be used for terrorism. That's the other thing. It's not just that it's not just that the, you know, the the assets being unfrozen, the 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 6 billion dollars, it's not just okay, they're going to go and spend it and have a nice holiday. Mhm. And go buy a nice mansion. They're going to use it directly to finance terrorism to kill Americans in the future. Yep. Administration's okay with that. Yep. And they said it. They said it even before releasing the Americans. We're going to do whatever we want. Yeah. We play the money. Yeah, we played the audio for you last week. Yeah. I just, uh, you know, this is where you just, you shake your head in absolute disgust. And you just, you have to ask yourself, what side is the administration on? Iran is still the world's leading exporter of terrorism in the world. Yeah. And we are financing it. Yep. And they have a history, a long history, of taking American hostages. That's why we have the assets to begin with. Yep. That's where it came. That's why we froze the assets. And we ask for it to happen all over again. Yeah. These Americans coming home will be free. And let's hope that they all make it home safely. But other Americans will be in harm's way as a result of this deal. And that will go on indefinitely. What amazed me last week was when Kirby basically admitted it. It was like, yeah. well, I'm not going to argue with it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do whatever. Oh, we we'll can. do whatever. Well, if they take them, we would suggest you not go to Iran. But if they take our hostages in the future, we will we'll do anything to get you home. anything to get you home. Yep. It's like, oh, well, you just announced to them we're willing to pay ransom. All the time. Everybody, every one of our adversaries in the world hear that? Kidnap an American. Right. Jeez. I mean, it's it's just maddening. It's It, it really is maddening. And now we just have to sit and wait for it. You know, you're not seeing people outraged by this, but you'll see people that are outraged by it. It'll be much like the botched exit of Afghanistan. That for many years, people were saying, no, we need to bring everybody home. We need to bring everybody home. And after the botched exit and everybody said, oh, well, maybe we should have left some Americans there. Maybe troops should have stayed there. And now you're not hearing a ton of outrage you are from some of us, but you don't hear a ton of outrage. But you will when Iran takes more Americans hostage. And it will be a direct result of this kind of policy making. Just amazing. It really is, and, it, it and just, we, we just, don't learn our lesson as a nation. Well, it, I mean, it's amazing, but it's not when, when you see, for example, what we're doing, when you think about it, what we're doing on energy, going to our adversaries, 
Yeah. Right. Begging Saudi Arabia. Right. right. Begging Venezuela. Right. Begging adversaries of the United States. Yeah. Enemies of the United States. Please send us more oil. As we won't do it ourselves. Right. And as this administration kills, as they did day one, mm-hmm. tens of thousands of great energy union jobs, mm-hmm. then we want our enemies to pump the oil and give it to us. Right. And we're going to end up doing the I mean, same not, thing. Excuse me, sell it to us. Sell it to us. Right. And we're going to end up doing the same thing with lithium if it ever gets to that point. Yeah. We'll be begging other nations for lithium. As we close even down our man- own mines. Even if the mandates uh, fall away, it won't matter. We're still going to require lithium. And we'll shut our own mines down and we'll ask other nations, unfriendly nations. Oh, I don't know, maybe Afghanistan. They just found a massive field, lithium field, in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And that's going to that's going to be squashed. The, the activists have been on it. We know this. When we, if you follow the activists, you know where the policy is going to go. It just takes a few minutes from one to get to the other. And that's exactly what we'll have. We'll have um, this massive, very rich field of whatever it is. Well, no, we're not going to do it. And then we'll go beg our enemies and frenemies and people and countries who hate us to send it to us. So that way, when they decide to invade, I don't know, Ukraine, we can in part cripple ourselves when none of it is necessary. We shouldn't be taking anything from anyone. Everybody should be at our feet begging us to produce. But we choose to do it the other way. Even uh, Democratic Senate Foreign Relations Committee Chairman Bob Menendez spoke up over concerns that President Biden was creating incentives for more Americans to be taken hostage. We know that. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. Every Democrat knows that every. And it's like, so why are you doing it? So why? 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 Why, why, why are you why are you begging our foreign adversaries to produce energy for us when we can produce it here? Why are we committing energy suicide? Why are we committing economic suicide? Why are we committing national security suicide to prop up other uh, regimes around the world that view us as their enemy? Why are we doing it and why are we encouraging it and then bragging about it when we do it? Right. Doesn't make any sense at all. It's pure insanity. Yet. We keep doing it. And watch, they'll be bragging about it today at the White House. Oh, no, they will. What a great day it is. We've got the hostages. Mm -hmm. It's like, what? I'm glad these Americans are coming home, but I'm not happy about the fact that it puts other Americans in danger. Danger. Yep. Yep. And it's for an indefinite period. And and It's as long as Iran wants to control the equation, they can. Not just Iran. Anywhere, no, any, in, any anywhere. of our enemies. Yep. You've sent the signal out. Oh, yeah. And when Kirby said that last week, I can't believe he served in the military. I can't believe he was. Oh, man, I saw so many people uh, on social last week. Uh, well, uh, well, a few weeks ago when, when it was announced. What the they hell They were happened? just taking him to what task. The, what, how in the hell do you go from where he was as an admiral to 
to actually promoting the fact that that, that communicating the fact to our foreign adversaries, kidnap an American and we'll pay the ransom. Yeah. In the future. What the hell happens to somebody like him? I don't know. How do you get that kind of mind? I I just don't know. I really don't. Well, mind or mindset, I guess. No, Both yeah, because now, yeah, because now he's in, you know, it's, it's, he's, he's in, this is his mindset. This is how he thinks he's absolutely part of this administration and doesn't think differently. What an embarrassment. 86690 Red Eye. We'll be right back with more Red Eye Radio with Eric Harley and Gary McNamara. It's Friday Radio. He is Eric Carley, and I'm Gary McNamara. I was just uh, reading that uh, Mayor Adams in New York saying they may have to do a 15% across-the-board cut on the entire budget mm. uh, in New York City because of the migrant problem. Look, 15% um, across the board. I mean, it's just that's when and that's going to be in the next year. You think about how all these major Democratic cities are going to be hit here in the next year because this isn't going to stop. I, well, you you saw the Fox News story, the train coming in from Mexico, going yeah. through Mexico, heading right. to the border with right. I don't know yeah. how many. Right, and and it's going to continue. It will because if you want to come here, the thought is you need to get here before an election year. Right, a major presidential election year has too much spotlight on it. Don't get caught in the back and forth, the political football. Get here by the end of this year. That's the mindset. That's the thought behind it. So between now and the end of the year, you're going to see that activity ramp up in a big way. Right, because the thought process is Biden may try to clamp down right. during the election season right. yeah. in order to ensure that he's elected because right. the American public doesn't like it. Right, and and you don't want to be caught in that. And so we're going to see that activity increase, no doubt. This is Red Eye Radio on Westwood. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. 
the Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.